Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got it! Lazard! Gonna go! Touchdown! Rodgers snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon! Allen has time. Intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it! Breaking away, Garrett Wilson! Wilson, a big play downfield! Allen, tripped up! He could not get past Jermaine Johnson! Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall! He's done it again! Brees Lightning! 62 yards for the touchdown! And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams! What a beast! Number 95 for the Jets! Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And we are going to answer your questions about what went down at OTAs with Andy Vasquez, who covers the Jets over at NJ.com. He was there for all the OTAs. This was the last on-field action that the Jets are going to have until training camp starts at the end of July. So I thought it would be good to talk about Andy's observations as a whole and get your questions answered. Andy, thanks so much for coming back on the show, sir. Thanks for having me, bro. So let's dip right into the questions here. First one comes in from Michael Christopher. He asks, what position do you think the Jets will add prior to training camp after watching the OTAs? Also, who has a shot to get more playing time that would be a surprise in your eyes? I mean, I think running back is an obvious potential one just because with Brees Hall, I mean, again, I'm just using logic here. They're not going to start him at 100% workload. Uh, ten and a half months or less than ten and a half months after he tore his ACL. So even if he looks great, even if he's explosive as he used to be, we're not going to give him 25 touches a game. So I wouldn't be surprised if they added a running back. I think it's the most likely position. I could also see defensive tackle. Um, you know, we got some veterans out there who could maybe make a difference or edge rusher. Same thing. Um, and there's always the possibility of a wide receiver. But I, I would say running back is probably the most likely because as it stands, you got a rookie. 
and Izzy Abikanda and Abinikanda and um, Michael Carter's coming off a rough sophomore year. You're going to be asking a lot of them early in the season for Aaron Rodgers, who's had a pretty consistently good run game in Green Bay. So, um, and then out of the guys to who you would expect or be surprised if they earn more playing time, more playing time. Than you think I would? I would say actually Michael Clemens. Um, I, I he wasn't on the field. He was dealing with something, um, you know, we're so far out that, that I don't think we ever found out exactly what he's dealing with. But uh, I just think that the way that they are a little bit weaker on the interior this year um, and that he did pretty well last year in those situations and uh, he, he's big enough to do it. I just think I could see him playing more on the inside and, and getting more of an opportunity than – than you might expect, but that's just a, a you know a guess in June. We'll know a lot more after the first couple of weeks of training camp. Next question comes in from Jeremiah Westgate. He asks, "Didn't hear much about Denzel Mims or Corey Davis. Did they just not do anything? Were they not on the field much? What's the story there?" Corey, I asked about Corey Davis, and Sal said that he's about to have a kid. For the standard why a guy isn't that um, just like Beckton last year mm-hmm. at, at offseason workouts. But no, we saw photos early on in OTAs where Corey Davis was there, and the Jets have been insistent that you know he's going to be a part of this this offense. So I mean, I, that will remain to be seen. I, I've, I've said many times before, I think it'll be at less than his current salary of ten million. Um, but I could see him coming back with a reduced salary and playing a, a you know. WR four or five type role. Um, Mims, I mean, it's probably it's probably going to be it for Mims. Um, would be my guess with the Jets. When you look at again, we saw some photos of him there early on in, in OTAs, but he wasn't around the last couple weeks. And then when you see Rogers shout out a couple young receivers uh, at the end of camp, and he wasn't one of them, uh, that that I think it's is telling and and probably puts those guys ahead of him on the depth chart. And, and at this point, the Jets, you know, either should honor Mims request to be traded or released because, you know, he is facing an extremely uphill battle and, and has been facing an uphill battle, especially the last few years. So, I mean, it just didn't work out for him with the Jets and, you know, he's still young enough where maybe he can do it somewhere else, but yeah, I don't see it happening here. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Say My Name If He Asks. With so many conflicting reports, what actually did go down with Zach Wilson at OTAs? Did he look good, bad, somewhere in the middle? He looked like a guy who was throwing against no pass rush. So I don't, I don't know how to answer that question. I, I, I mean, he looked fine. He looked like at times better than he did in his past two OTAs, I guess. But you know, he still has a good arm. He seemed to read the defense. I mean, there wasn't any like hugely blatant mistakes in terms of throwing the ball directly to an opposing player. But he didn't really do that. He looked pretty good in his rookie year of OTAs, and you know, it, there's no pass rush, so it's really hard to judge like what this means going forward. Um. He didn't have a, you know, I've said this before, but he didn't have like a complete meltdown disaster where he like the Jets have to go into training camp and be like, we can't have this guy as our potential backup. So, and he seemed happier and, and seemed to, you know, be more enthusiastic because, you know, Aaron Rodgers is openly rooting for him and, and advocating for him. And, and Nathaniel Hackett is a much more, uh, you know, positive, warm type offensive coordinator than Mike LaFleur was. So, um, Overall, he looked happier. Uh, I don't know if he looked beefy like he did a year ago. I, I didn't break <laughs> it down, but um, he threw the ball pretty well on some days. Had some issues in the red zone, maybe on, on a couple of the other days. But in in the middle of the field in seven on sevens, he seems to see the field well and make good throws. But again, I wouldn't, you know, especially at the quarterback position when nobody's pass rushing. I, I don't know how to spin that forward because we saw Zach Wilson look real good a couple of years ago. Uh, and pretty good last year during OTAs, and it didn't mean anything. Andy, on the subject of Zach Wilson, I know it's a little early to answer this question, but Michael Pallas asked, based on what you've observed with Aaron Rodgers working with Zach Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett working with Zach Wilson, and just his overall demeanor, what chance do you think there is that Zach Wilson gets fixed and this experiment actually works? Do you think there's any realistic possibility that Zach Wilson winds up a jet past the end of his contract following the 2024 season? I would have told you that I didn't even see it as a realistic possibility that he ends up as the backup quarterback for this team um, this fall. Like I was like two weeks ago, or maybe like four or five weeks ago. Like when they agreed to trade for Rodgers, and everybody knew it was going to happen. I thought it was you know nonsense. But after watching, you know, after listening to what Aaron Rodgers said, first of all, and that's probably the biggest thing that's kind of changed it for me. Uh, he seems like. It seems like Aaron Rodgers like is genuinely like cares about Zach Wilson and what happens with him and like genuinely like wants him to kind of succeed, succeed him or succeed succession. What is wrong with me? But anyway, you get what I'm saying. Rodgers like is openly being like so when I he said the other day like when I turn the the, the keys over to him or when when I turn this thing over to him when I'm gone like okay, there's a lot of question marks first of all. Like why would Zach Wilson come back to a fan base that like literally humiliated him on public like on national television, not that he didn't deserve it, but like that was a humiliating experience against, against the Jaguars. I mean, and, and is this fan base like going, he's going to have to play it sometime in the next couple of years because Rogers got hurt. Uh, 
for him not to like go out and, and have zero good grace with the fan base. Like if, if this kid's first start since Jacksonville is him coming out and throwing three straight incomplete passes, no matter how good he looked, you know, in practice to Aaron Rodgers, it's going to be an issue with the fan base. So I, I think like, why wouldn't Zach Wilson go to another team that maybe, where maybe there isn't all this baggage and where like, you know, the GM or especially the coach kind of threw him under the bus a little bit at the end of last year at times. Uh, he seems to have reacted fine to that. Like it seems to not be an issue now, but I'm just saying when it's time to choose, why would you choose, you know, at the end of next year, because they're going to turn down his fifth year option. So the Jets are going to be competing with other teams to offer him something. Are they going to, unless they offer him significantly more than he would get on the open market, why would he come back here? Uh, where we're he has all this baggage where he can start his career far away out, far away where he doesn't have to, you know, deal with uh, people being still mad about the way it worked out years ago and, and, and remembering how, you know, you know, poorly it worked out in every single way. So, I mean, like, it's also unlikely if you just look at the history of the league and you look at how bad he looked that he's going to be a serviceable quarterback. But I will say again, when you have Aaron Rodgers, like, working to, to reboot your fundamentals and advocating for you publicly and saying that he believes in you, to you and to everyone else regularly, I would imagine that's a pretty powerful incentive. And, you know, I, I touched on it a little bit in the last answer, but Zach Wilson does look like a much happier, more humble guy. And he, and he says, you know, he feels fortunate, you know, obviously he wishes his first two years hadn't worked out this way, but he knows the insane gift that this opportunity is. And he's, say, he's saying and, and seemingly doing all the right things. So we'll see. But I, I would, where I would have said like, absolutely not. Are you kidding me? Um, six weeks ago, I'm like, okay. I mean, it would be a cool, it'd be a cool thing for everybody involved. But, um, if he somehow came back and was a good quarterback for the Jets. But I still think that's unlikely, but you never know. And it's kind of a cool thing to like have in our back pocket and, and to monitor going forward. Next question comes in from AJ Tronzano. He asks, Rogers mentioned Charles and Gibson along with Brownlee, free agent receivers who had a nice OTA. Any other players Jets fans should be keeping their eye on? Of the three Rodgers mentioned at wide receiver, do any of them have a realistic shot at making the roster? Have to figure the top four receivers are set. I actually think the top five receivers are set, right? Because you've got Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, Mecole Hardman, Alan Lazard, and Randall Cobb. So unless something unexpected happens with Cobb, I would think those five guys are set. Maybe there's a sixth receiver. So perhaps one of these guys has a shot. Andy, what do you think? I mean, I think it's unlikely what Rogers doing that for them helps them potentially, um, you know, get another team to pay attention. And, you know, it, it you know, means they're going to be on the practice squad. And it's at the very least. And that's a huge deal. I mean, it's just a huge, you know, Rogers doesn't have to do that. And no one, it, it just makes a, a big difference for those guys, both in terms of, like I just talked about with Wilson's self belief um, and, in terms of just having their names out there because people are going to pay attention, including the Jets front office, because there, you know, there's a story that Rogers likes to tell about Alan Lazard, where like he kept telling the, the Packers, like, I want this guy. And then they cut him and he wasn't happy. And and then eventually he came back and he made him put him in the game and, and he helped him win a game in the fourth quarter. So, and then that was that. So um, everybody's going to be paying attention. I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you that I saw something in, with these guys in shorts and that that is going to make one of them more likely to, to make the team. But I think, you know, 
all of those guys made big plays um, during this camp, and that that can only you know you know help them. And I'm, I'm kind of scanning the roster to see here who else kind of kind of stood out, but you know, Deontay, Deontay Spencer got shaken up in one of the practices. Um, you know, we saw him last year do do some stuff, and and obviously, you know, we saw Irvin Charles last year. So these are guys that you know the Jets. Even if they don't make the roster, it doesn't mean they're not going to play a role and be around. And uh, on a team where you have an, an older slot receiver like Cobb, if anything happens, and Corey Davis has obviously also been dealing with a lot of injuries, like you could see those guys definitely playing a role. So, I mean, out of out of the guys that were mentioned, you know, it's probably going to be harder for um, you know a slot guy to get to get in there. So I, I would think, you know, cause you're looking at having Cobb and Hardman ahead of you. So I would think like Irvin Charles, you know, even though he wasn't specifically mentioned by Rogers would, would, would be one of the more likely one, or he wasn't specifically mentioned as a standout on the last day and Brownlee as well, bigger, bigger receivers, big targets um, who may have less guys in front of them. You know, the jets only really have, I mean, they have Lazard and Davis now, uh, but Davis has been so injury prone that that I, I would give those other guys the role the 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 nod to potentially be more likely to make an impact. Next question comes in from Nep Oznat. He asks Makai Becton. By all accounts, looks like he's in great physical shape, but has yet to practice with the team. As far as I know, the only day that he even did drills was the last OTA. Should Jets fans be concerned that he isn't farther along in his recovery, especially considering all the pictures showing how great he looks in terms of physical shape? They're not going to bring him out onto the field to do stuff during OTAs. He was not in, he did some like side off stuff, like off to the side that he'd mostly been maybe a little bit more in the last OTA practice, but he's been working off to the side doing physical conditioning. Maybe, maybe they added some resistance the last week, but like no one was expecting him to be doing anything at this stage, especially as a lower body injury that that's cropped up. And that's why it's, it's always been hard to imagine how this is going to work or, or an uphill battle for him to get into the a starting role this fall, because the, like they're not, even when they get to training camp, it's not like he's going to be full go because he hasn't played in two years. You can't do that. Um, so he's going to have to ramp up and then also prove that he's, you know, can stay healthy and then win the job, which is a lot, which is why it's an uphill battle. And now he's also made it more challenging because he, he's basically said he only wants to play one position. And the guy at that position is also coming back from an injury, but has been a starter in the NFL at that position for 16 seasons and hasn't played any other position on the line since he was in college when, when Makai Becton was in, almost in diapers. So um, it's a, it's a really, it's going to be, I don't think you should be alarmed. I mean, this is just the reality of the situation and it, it's a, a tough one for Makai Becton to, to kind of get back on the field. Not, not to say it's not great that he's done uh, a great job of, of getting back in shape and seems to be more dedicated than ever. And I think, like, if things go well early in training camp, you know, he's going to have a, a chance to win a job. But it's got to be – he's got to go through that whole process and, and kind of build back up to to where he's, you know, getting these on-field reps. And uh, 
and then see what happens. But I, I don't think like, you know, just like with Brees Hall, even though he looks great and, and doesn't, is starting to move without restriction, the Jets aren't going to put these guys who are coming off of serious injuries on the field during OTAs uh, to, to have any risk of losing them. Continuing on the subject of Mekhi Becton, Peter J. Dillard asks, how should Jets fans feel about both tackle spots at the moment? Dwayne Brown and Mekhi Becton have both had their fair share of injuries. What has the vibe been at OTAs in terms of the trust level with Turner, Mitchell, and Warren, especially on a team that expects to make the playoffs? Well, I think, first of all, and this is another reason that Mekhi might face an uphill battle of winning a starting job, is, is that Rodgers has a, an extremely high comfort level with Turner, given that they played together in Green Bay. And, and if you look back just two years ago at their time together, maybe it was two or three years ago, uh, I mean, Rodgers is highly complimentary of, of, of Turner and being like one of the better, you know, underrated guys and, and, and also like great as a person and, and like really, like really complimentary of them. So, um, you know, there, there's no real live pass rush at this point. So in terms of it's hard to, to gauge building trust, but like you get, there's some interesting situations and the most interesting one, I mean, and big question marks on uh, both tackle positions, but the most interesting one is what happens if Dwayne Brown who opened the door to this, he, he didn't say that he would be ready to start training camp and the jets aren't sure they're hopeful, but they're not sure. So what happens if Dwayne Brown can't start training camp um, and the jets aren't seriously considering or, you know, starting Makai Becton because they think Dwayne Brown's going to be back in time for the start of the season. Um, like, they're not seriously considering starting Becton at left tackle. Do they put Becton over there for a week of reps or let him stay in the right tackle competition? Um, does Becton refuse to, to compete for a job at right tackle and demand a trade, which I know sounds kind of crazy, but, like, that, that could actually, I mean, happen. He's been pretty clear about that he doesn't want to play right tackle and that he feels like it injured him last year. And, and Makai Beckton did not, uh, was one of the few Jets players who did not make themselves available to speak during this, um, this spring, which, which all the players are supposed to. So we don't have clear answers for him after that Newsday article or from him after that Newsday article, but it's just, it's a fascinating situation. But I also think the Jets like have way more of a, a cushion than last year, just because you got Elijah Vera Tucker who proved that he can, do all of this position versatility stuff and, and basically play everywhere at center. And you could probably play center too if necessary. But um, if something goes wrong with, with a tackle and, and let's say both of them, Dwayne Brown and, and Mekhi Becton aren't able to go, um, you can move uh, Barrett Tucker to the outside. You got Connor McGovern, move him to guard and you got, you can start tipping at center, something like that. I mean, just there's way more and you got Turner at the other tackle. So, um, I think there's just more depth and flexibility, and it's going to be a lot harder for the Jets to get in some of these situations last year where you're having guys that you just can't trust out there blocking. So it's it's definitely interesting and complicated, uh, but it, I think it's very rare you go into a season where like the offensive line is the most interesting and complicated position, but this is that season. But also, I wouldn't be panicking about it if I were the Jets because of what I just said. Next question comes in from Jim Jets. He asks, a lot of good players that aren't going to be able to make this team. That's one of the things that changes when you have a team that expects to make the playoffs. When the team has a losing roster, sometimes guys are able to stick that wouldn't be able to stick on a playoff contender. 
Which players do you think might not make it? Any potential surprises? Part of the thing is the Jets have restructured so many guys that it makes it tough to, to cut those guys this year. And I would, so a lot of those guys, like you just said before, like Jordan Whitehead, I, I don't think, I don't have the contract numbers in front of me, but I think it's going to be hard for them to cut him give after the restructure, but I could be wrong. But like that's, that's one of the guys that comes to mind at first for me. Um, but I don't, I don't have familiarity on his contract situation. Um, you know, I know, you know, Brandon Eccles, given everything that's that's gone on with him and the suspension off the field, could be a guy who's you know pretty talented and, and maybe vulnerable to be released. Um, you know, if you look at the Jets' receiver room and all the guys we talked about, like if they if they move on from Corey Davis, that would be a, a potential one for one of these younger guys. If they can't work out a a contract restructuring or basically a pay cut is what that is, um, you know, I think it's a, that's a possibility. I don't think any of the you know, the, the big guys who are left in terms of contract restructures are Davis and Mosley. I, I think, again, like I said, Davis is like a possibility. I don't see Mosley not being on this team, so I don't think that, you know, surprise is, is going to happen. Um, and any anybody else I would start to get to would be like wild, wildly speculative um, and I'm not fair to them. You know, I'm tr- it's, it's, that's, a, that's a really good question and a tough one. Um, you know, on the defensive line is another spot where, you know, there's there's a lot of guys and you could see one of the, the veterans maybe not making it. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's just going to be hard um, on the offensive line, too. Uh, you know, when you got McGovern and then you got Tipman um, and you start looking at, like, you know, some of the guys they added, you would think – they, they're keeping West Schweitzer. So, like, maybe McGovern's contract, you know, if, if he doesn't have a good training camp is one you could see them move on from. So, I mean, there's just – there's a lot of, of possibilities here, but it, it's it's going to depend on, on how it, it hinges during training camp. I mean, we already saw, you know, Will Parks is gone. Um, you know, I don't think Quan Alexander's going to be a guy we see back either. Um, and, and those are casualties, like – of what you just spoke about. So yeah, it's interesting, but like there's not a particular guy and I just went over the roster like three times that that's jumping out to me. Um, that would be a huge surprise. Andy Vasquez covering the jets for NJ.com. Thanks so much for coming on and answering OTA questions with me. Really appreciate it. Next time we talk, it'll be during jets training camp. So you've got a little bit of time away, but lots of great stuff at NJ.com already. Lots coming down the pike. A great profile that you wrote of Israel Labanakanda is up. There's going to be more stuff. Talk about what people can expect when they go to NJ.com to read your work and how they can find you on social media. I'm definitely going to look into which unexpected players might be cut because that's going to bother me. Um, so, yeah, there'll be a story about that. Thanks for I, – I don't remember your name, but thanks for the idea. Or, or thanks for asking that because it was a great question and, and – uh, something that's truly going to happen. But yeah, I wrote a story about Izzy Abanaconda. It's cool, like his, bro- his journey from Brooklyn to the NFL. Unlikely journey. Not a lot of guys have done that. A lot of NBA players. And he went to school with, you know, the same school that Marv Albert and Neil Diamond um, and, and some some former Mets went to. But, um, but not an NFL player since the 1960s. So it's a pretty cool story and he's also going to be the youngest jet ever to play in a game if he is able to appear in the first i think three weeks of the season he'll be the first jet ever under 
21 to play in a game. So that's kind of a cool story. Um, and then we're going to obviously go through the roster, look at the strengths, the weaknesses. Uh, and I'll have a lot of stuff about Aaron Rodgers, the honeymoon, to end all honeymoons, um, which will finally come to an end at some point in August or September when something doesn't go right. But for now, everything's going pretty right for, for the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. It's a happy time. So um, Jets fans, look forward to the season. You've earned it after the, the last decade, really the last 12 years you've gone through. Not not so much fun. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Andy underscore Vasquez and on Instagram at by Andy Vasquez. Hat tip to Jim Jets for inspiring a column idea with Andy. So Jim Jets, great question. Now Andy can turn that into a column and hopefully expand upon the answer that he gave here on the show. Make sure you're checking out everything Andy's doing over at NJ.com and follow him on Twitter and Instagram. Check out everything we're doing over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Some tremendous All-22 breakdowns on our channel, so watch our videos. Subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tee-public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com, that's tee-public.com, and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes, if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing, doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out, so if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful, and for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go, that's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.